Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here come the drums! I tried to tell your ass, dude. You cannot take any win for granted. You look past K-State. I wasn't looking past K-State. That game yesterday went about as I would expect it to go. That, that was that was exactly what I expected to happen. But unlike in past years, unlike under Charlie Strong, unlike even under Herman last year, the Longhorns won a game they should win. They got the hell out of Kansas. They're eating W's. They're 4-1 and one heading into the Red River shootout. I'll take it. I ain't style pointing wins like you. I ain't looking past teams like you. 4-1, and one, I'll take it. I, I, I did look past uh... – you know, K-State, man, I just didn't think they were a very uh, good football team. Uh, you know, Texas had their foot on their neck coming in uh, to the uh, to the game. You know, early, uh, that was a, a huge um, kickoff return by uh, uh, Jameson. You know, kind of set the tone. And uh, Texas just kind of took off uh, from that point, man. I mean, and, you know, going into the second half, man, I think they kind of, you know, took their foot off the brake, so to speak, man, and, you know, kind of let K-State get back in the game. But, um, you know, you're right. I agree with you. A win is a win, man. We've been, uh, you know, the Longhorns been racking up W. So, you know, hey, man, I'm happy about it. You know, let's move on to uh, um, Oklahoma next week, man. I've been killing I've been killing Breck and Hager on this podcast for a long time. I call him number 44. I wasn't even giving him a name. I still don't think he was good over the course of the game, but he made two huge plays that I'm not sure they win without it. So you got to give him credit for the sack that uh, killed their drive uh, early in the early in the uh, fourth quarter, and you got to give him credit for batting down that pass. Because uh, I'll tell you what, man, um, we talked about this. We talked about this after the USC game and then after the TCU game again. This defense has some warts, and they've been extremely, extremely lucky that a lot of teams' quarterbacks have been missing throws. Players have been dropping passes. We even saw that yesterday against K-State. Chris Boyd, that was probably the worst game he's played in a long, long time. He was he was really bad. And I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, and I'm not trying to urinate on Cheerios this early in the podcast, right, right. but Oklahoma ain't dropping these passes uh, that, that, the, that the teams the last three weeks have been dropping. And Kyler Murray, he's not missing the throws that these last – three quarterbacks have missed. So if if the defense plays like it has played the last three weeks, I know you've won four straight, you're going home with a W, and it could get very, very ugly in Dallas. Oh, no no doubt, man, no doubt. And, and to your Chris Boyd uh, point, man, uh, I don't know, man, just something on that double move, man, that's just been, you know, kind of killing him, man. I don't think Chris Boyd is, has played, you know, his best uh, uh, football, you know, as of late, man. Um, again, I mean, they win the Maryland game if he makes that play. If he makes that interception on uh, before the long touchdown, they might have won that Maryland game. I know Sam threw the interceptions late, but Chris Boyd, he got burned a couple times in Maryland. He dropped an interception. If Chris Boyd plays well against Maryland, we're talking about a 5-0 and team heading into the Red River shootout. Straight up, straight up. And this is a guy, and I love Chris Boyd. I like I, I like the leader he is. I like the young man. Uh, I like the, the maturation process he's gone through. But straight up, for a guy who was even like 
flirting with the idea of going to the NFL, which I thought was hilarious uh, in the offseason. He doesn't look like an NFL corner right now, and there's time to grow. Uh, I know it's the hardest position in football. I know a lot of times when they aren't pre- uh, when they aren't pressuring the passer, the the quarterback has a lot more time to throw. He hadn't been good. Well, I mean, again, he's been getting beat on the double moves um, out there. Uh, you know, to your point, again, he he hasn't uh, looked you know very well or whatever the case may be. But we know that big games matter. Going into Oklahoma next week, I'm looking you know for Chris Boy to to you know kind of lock who's ever he's he's guarding down or whoever their best receiver is. I'm Lamb. looking for him. Lamb. Yeah, I'm looking for him to, to 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 lock him down. I mean, because th- this game next week, and let's just be honest, I know we've kind skipped over the K-State game and some more it's points done. that I want to... I mean, we can get into well, it, but I mean, damn, like, you want to get the hell out of Manhattan I mean, quick. God damn, man, there's some other points that we need to hit, man, for the damn show so we can get, you know, into to Oklahoma, man, but because... Again, to the point that we talked about uh, last week and in, in previous podcasts as well, Texas have been playing down to their competition, man. It's like they, they'll get a lead and then they'll they'll take their foot off the gas for whatever reason. Now, Tom Herman yesterday, uh, you know, without Tim Beck being there, was, you know, definitely the play caller, man. And to be honest with you, I wasn't super impressed with the offensive play calling yesterday. I man. liked it. I thought it. I thought it was good, especially in the first three quarters. I thought. I thought the play calling was good. Uh, the one thing that that needs to happen for this team and. Well, I, I was speaking particularly in the second half. Yeah, in the second half, I, I don't know what happened, but let me tell you this: it's one thing for Daniel Young to surprise you and run hard uh, in the middle of the game or something like that. But when it's third and short, or it's second and short, or it's fourth and short, like we saw against TCU. Daniel Young doesn't need to be in the game. And if he is, he sure as hell doesn't need to be cutting to the outside. There was a time yesterday where he could have just broken arm tackle and uh, picked up the first down. He decided to bounce outside. That kid does not need to be bouncing outside. Now, he, he As a matter of fact, he, Ingram needs to be the horse, quite he, honestly. Well, well, Ingram does need, need, need to be the horse, man. I, I thought that we saw uh, Ingram. He ran well He yesterday. only had 10 you carries, know, though. I mean, you know, he, he, he but, caught but, some passes, too, but 10 carries for 68 – he was he was very good. He had a long of sixteen. He also caught five passes. He needs more than ten carries. Well, absolutely. Like I said before, man, he should be uh, the workhorse running back. Uh, to your point again, uh, we talked about that last week as well. Daniel Young, you know, he's a north and south runner, man. He doesn't need to run east and west. I mean, he's the bull. He's the should be the uh, kind of short yardage back. You know what I'm saying? If it's uh, you know second and in, in, in four or second and three or something like that, I feel like you know he. Can can get it done uh, but Ingram Ingram is clearly uh, and I think that that people are are starting to see him uh, uh, get to that point now he's the guy a, a, a lot, he's a the lot, guy you know it, it's, it's hard Deontay was the first one to do it back in 2016 in years I don't know how many years they had or uh, prior to that that nobody had rushed for 100 yards and honestly I thought that Ingram could possibly get there yesterday with more carries. So I agree with you, man. This kid, he has to touch the ball more. Yeah, he's got to touch the ball. He's got to be the focal point of your offense. Staying on the offensive side of the ball, we had Clarence Hill on last week, and uh, this is what Clarence had to say when he was talking about he was talking about Texas after the TCU win and something that he saw that maybe needed to change involving the most important position on the on the team. I still think that the quarterback position needs to be upgraded. You know, his, his accuracy and, and pocket presence and the decision makes in the pocket are off. He's not a good runner. He doesn't run well. Uh, and, and they're so damn slow uh, that, that most teams are going to be able to, you know, that, that speed option doesn't work. 
And again, he takes a lot of hits, man. They they throw nothing in the middle of the field. Now I'm not talking about deep. I'm just talking about up the seam and, and stuff like that. So they don't even use the whole field in the passing game yet. Clarence says there still needs to be an upgraded quarterback. Now Sam Ellinger has done a better job protecting the ball ever since the two interceptions in the sec- uh, after the weather delay in Maryland. He hasn't turned the ball over, but there were a couple plays yesterday where he missed some guys flat out. The first drive of the game. He misses Duvernay on the post. That should have been a touchdown. That should have been six. His accuracy, uh, while while you'll look at the you'll look at the box score and you and you'll 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 say he was twenty nine to thirty six. The 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 throws that he missed were huge. I like what Ellinger is doing. It seems like he has control of the huddle. That throw to Colin Johnson on the final drive that milked the clock was was big time. But he's going to have to start hitting these big plays. And Tom Herman actually alluded to it yesterday after the game. I was listening to the to the radio uh, to the radio call uh, and Tom Herman straight up said that they need to hit their big plays on offense. And I think when he says that that's not a intense call out, but I think that's a call out to Sam Ellinger who needs to he just has to hit that. If it, you just have to put a little bit more air on that to Duvernay, the guys the guys in the house. It is it, definitely uh um, you know, a, a knock on on Sam, man. He has to hit those plays in, in those moments of the game. Like you said, he had uh, Duvernay. I'm talking about butt naked open, man. And he had you Colin. Know, he had and, Colin and had once Colin, in the ten uh, too. Absolutely, uh, it was one on on the sideline that he just let sell. You know, out of bounds that I thought you know Colin would have made. You know, had the ball. Um, you know, been in play. But yeah, Sam, he has to do better, man. He has to uh to to. But now, in 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 his defense. Uh, although he he's missed some some throws or whatever, I thought that he, that his I think that his decision making has been better. It's been great, you know. Uh, over you know compared to last year, I think that and compared to that, compared to after the weather delay against Maryland, which oh, yeah, I mean absolutely. actually those just kind of got away from him. Right. But uh, I think yeah, he's at least protecting the ball. He's not beating you, Sam. Sam Ellinger is not. He's not beating you. Like you're you're not you're not losing games because of Sam Ellinger, but. When you face teams like Oklahoma, when you face the Oklahoma States, when you face the maybe even Texas Tech or something where you're going to have to go there, uh, West Virginia, you're going to have to hit those throws that he's missing oh, right man, he, now. He, he's going to have to hit those throws next week against uh, Oklahoma, man. You know, this is – this is I mean, bro, you, we – we can't afford to let our office is not that potent. Although we have great players, you know, we have, you know, our sufficient players that can go out there and make plays. Man, do you see what Oklahoma is doing, man? I mean, these Sooners, man, are kicking everybody's ass, man. And I'm talking about the is not even close, man. Except against Army when they when they had to go to overtime. Yeah, but that's kind of a, a you know, it was kind of one of the games that I think Oklahoma was kind of looking past as well. I don't think that they were extremely sharp, but I mean, again, they still won that game. They're coming in to uh, next week, uh, 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 next Saturday, 5-0. and You know, we're 4-1 and uh, coming in, so I mean, it, this game can swing either way, but t- to our point, you know, Sam can't make the mistakes that he's, uh, uh, you know, or, or leave plays out on the field like he's been doing, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, man. And this is the thing. Uh, th- by the way, this is Vince Young. Vince Young joined the show. We have guests every week. This week, uh, we're just doing a little best of, a little bit of shuffle. But uh, next week, uh, we'll have someone on that uh, you'll be very, very familiar with. But this was Vince Young when he joined the 
31 acres. You're talking about Sam Ellinger. And after we hear from Vince, I'm going to tell you why I think Sam has a big game against Oklahoma. Uh, I, I think Sam is a pretty good guy, man. I think he has the ick factor. I mean, you got to have that when you're playing quarterback, uh, you know, especially if you're trying to get guys to play for you. But overall, he's doing pretty good so far. He, he got some more work to do, um, you know, with his passing game. But, you know, the things that he's doing at, at, at his age, um, I really feel like it, 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 it can, uh, you know, take off from there. I'll see the hard work that he's putting in. That is what everybody talks about with Sam, and that's what Vince likes. He likes his leadership. He likes his moxie. I think Sam Ellinger has a big game against Oklahoma because his best game last season was against Oklahoma. 278 yards passing. Uh, he had a touchdown. He also rushed for 110 yards and a touchdown in that game. When you grow up a Longhorn fan like Sam Ellinger has, you understand the magnitude of Texas OU. There's just something different about it when you grow up on it. Like I know a lot of guys go to Texas and they get this beat the hell out of OU and they understand the Red River shootout, but it's not as close to their heart as Sam Ellinger is. Sam Ellinger grew up on this Texas OU rivalry. He understands the magnitude, and I think that I I expect another big game from Sam in the Red River rivalry. I really, really do. I think I think all the extra intangibles and everything, I think this is where we see it against Oklahoma. Now, does that mean they're going to beat Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma's a way better team. I think Oklahoma's way more talented. I think Oklahoma's uh, by far the most uh, the most talented team that they've faced this year. Uh, but I think I, I think that Sam Ellinger will be ready to go in this game. I, I think what Sam's uh, was going to help Texas. Period in this game, they're, they're going to have to to be able to run the ball on Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma again um, is the better team. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Oklahoma definitely is the better team. But I think that that Sam decision making is. Uh, like we alluded to just a few minutes ago, is going to have to be a lot better. Uh, Texas is not going to be able to leave uh, plays, leave throws out there on the field. They're going to have to be able to create turnovers. Uh, you know, uh, 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 we're going to have to control the clock. And the way that we do that is running the football. They're going to have to run the football effectively against Oklahoma, man. You don't want to get in a shootout with the number eight scoring scoring offense in the country. They're, well, they're putting up 48 a game. So well, Texas thing, can't do that. Texas can't go toe-to-toe with Oklahoma back and forth, back and forth. Well, the thing about it is that – Texas, we know what this game is. And like you said, you know, Sam has, uh, you know, he's been around this game. He understands the magnitude of this game. He had a, a, a very good game against Oklahoma uh, uh, last year. If he doesn't, so if he th- doesn't get this, hurt, I think they win. Th- this game is going to be is going to be closer than what people think. I, I think that that although I believe that Oklahoma will beat them, you know, and I'm I'm just going on record and saying it I right now. I mean, they're I the better Oklahoma squad. They're beat the better them, squad. But I but I think that this game is going to go. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be close to, uh, uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, um, you know, I, I think that that this is a game that, regardless to who's on the schedule, regardless to who Texas have played the USC's or whatever, this is the game every year that Texas look forward to. This is the game that they know for bragging rights that carry on to the following year. This is the game that they know that they have to come out and they have to perform, especially when they're coming in again four and one, and you have an Oklahoma team that's undefeated. I think Texas is going to uh, – these guys are going to be amped up. They're going to be hyped to go in there and and try their best to kick Oklahoma's ass, you know, at the Cotton Bowl and, you know, take that record down 
uh, to where they both have the same record, man. And this is the thing: if if you win this game, you're in the driver's seat to get to the Big Twelve Championship game. Oh no doubt, you're, you're no in doubt. you're in the driver's seat to to get to the Big Twelve Championship game if you win this game. That would mean that would mean that you would have let's uh, like six conference games remaining, and you would be in the driver's seat. This this is the thing that I think Texas has going for it. Two things: first of all, Tom Herman against the spread in his career as an underdog, he's eleven and one. So he's going to have you amped up for the big games. The can't get games like Kansas State are what scare me a little bit, but he showed he can get out of there on that. But 11 and 1 against the spread as an underdog, that's what Tom Herman has. Also, this Texas team amidst these three wins, they've shown us that when they need to milk clock and they need to move the ball in clutch situations, they can do it. You saw it against TCU when they were up eight with 8.41 remaining. They had a chance to ice the game. They had a chance to milk the clock. They had a five-minute, 58-second drive, 10 plays, 76 yards for a touchdown. That's church. That's the end. Yesterday against Kansas State, they had a 10-play, 36-yard drive that took the final four minutes of the game off the clock when you were up five. If you can do that during the game, not just at the end, to where you keep Oklahoma's explosive offense off the field, I think you're going to have a chance, but you're going to have to do it with the right running back, and we already know who that guy is. Right. Well, and that's my point. You're, you're making my, my point. Texas is going to have to – uh, be able to dominate the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, in this game Saturday, they're gonna have to be able to run the football. Um, Sam is gonna have to to be able to run the football as well. I'm not saying he should be your leading uh, rusher, you know, like he was last He's year. He's got to be a threat, bro. But, but he He's has got to be, be a threat. He has to be a threat out be there, a threat. man. Because uh, you know, uh, uh, although we've seen Texas do it, you know, in previous weeks. Hey man, they haven't played a juggernaut like Oklahoma, man. No, I mean these no. guys are they a juggernaut. They they, they, they have to come out and they're going to have to establish dominance from the very uh, uh you know from the kickoff, man. They're gonna have to go out there and they're gonna have the mind frame going in there. Hey, we just to go up here, we just to go to Dallas, and we're gonna put our foot in their asses, and that's the mentality that they have to have. Anything less than that, bro, you know. Uh, Texas is going to get dominated, bro. And I think they will. I think they will have that mentality because Herman always has them up for the big ones. I mean, he always has them up for the big ones. It doesn't get bigger than this. And plus, as much as people don't like the way they looked against Kansas State yesterday, I'm not, I mean, obviously that's not going to be people's highlight tapes or anything. There's such thing as coachable wins. And a lot of times when you struggle and you look ugly winning, a lot of time you get your team's attention heading into a big game. Right. And that 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 yesterday was was a coachable win by the Texas Longhorns. Four and one right now. I'm gonna ask you right now, you wanna change your prediction a little bit? Because what'd you have, Matt? You had him at six win you had him at seven wins for the whole season. You wanna change that? I, I had him at eight. I had him at eight wins. With with uh with the yeah, ball. With, with the ball. Yeah, with game, the ball yeah. Do you want to change that or you want to keep it? It's up to you. <laughs> right, right now. It's a fluid I, I, situation. I, I'll, I'm giving hey, you a chance. Hey, I will say right now, Lockman, I'm gonna say that you know, my prediction is, is probably, you know, headed towards the toilet. But it's for a good a good reason. So I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm not upset. Again, like I said before in our very first podcast, even you know, before we even start recording the podcast, dude, I want Texas to be successful. I want them to be back to that championship caliber team that I know that they that they can get to. Uh, you know, early in the season had a few blunders uh out there that um, you know, could have been better yesterday. You know, I mean, they can't play up and down to their – that's what I want Texas to stop doing. I mean, if we have a chance to blow these teams the f- 
fuck out, then that's what we need to do, bro. We need to blow their asses out. We don't need to sit up there and play around with them and let them hang in the game. Let's be honest with you. Yesterday, if K-State, uh, 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 if they go for it on on on, on four down and the ball hits uh, uh was the tight end like dead in the hands man if they score right there bro we game. lose we lose yesterday yeah, you know what i'm saying game. so they they have to they, texas has to go in there bro and, and they have to for the rest of the season. I want them guys to go in there. I just want W's. That, I just want W's. I don't. I, 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 I get what you're about I know, to say. I know I just you want say W's. style points don't count, they man. Don't but count. that's bullshit. Count. They does. don't count in college style football points anymore. Do, does it does count, man? Because teams that that concept. teams style that Texas is supposed concept. to dominate, Landry, they need to go out there and they need to dominate these guys, man. It what doesn't you matter around anymore. And you letting them hang around in the game it for? Anymore. They would have lost yesterday, but bro. They, they would have lost. I understand, they won. but they, that's but, all that but, matters. Uh, you, so you tell me that, uh, and I understand K State is always tough to play in Manhattan, and they did win the game. The days but, of caring but, about the AP poll. Don't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. These style points don't matter. You win your games. If o- Oklahoma could win all their games by one, they're going to be in the playoff. Like style points, yeah. When only two teams got in, it meant something. Uh, Clemson had an ugly win yesterday. Yeah, they're not apologizing for it. Texas A and M had an ugly win yesterday. They're not apologizing for it. It doesn't matter. Style points are a dated concept, and and that's why we have all these corny ass people sitting here giving moral victories when Texas A and M hangs with Clemson uh, within two points, and it's being shown that Clemson maybe wasn't as good as everybody thought. And Jimbo Fisher coached against the guy for a decade and all this. And, and TCU, they hang with Ohio State without their coach. We do this. Style points are a dated concept. It's all about W's. Teams that are supposed to win in college football, they lose every damn week. They lose. They straight up lose. Teams that are not supposed to lose, they lose. It happens every Saturday. And in the past, when we were looking at AP polls, and we were like, oh my god, they didn't look good. They dropped four spots and only two teams got in. It mattered. It doesn't matter anymore. Get with the times, Day Day. I'm it, trying to. It, I'm it, trying it, to bring it, you it, here. It matters. I'm trying to bring it, you it, here. It matters because this is the University of Texas, bro. It doesn't that's matter. Why it, that's and they're why not, they're that's not what why they used to be. We have to go out there and we have to dominate these teams, man. Oklahoma we can't. We can't. We can't sit. Ar- a, we can't sit around and let these teams hang in the balance, if man. You get the dub, you can't. Well, o- Oklahoma went overtime with Army. They went overtime with. Army. We we got what does lu- that matter we, now? We got lucky yes again on that fourth down play yesterday. If 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 this numb nut catches the ball, we're in a bad spot at Texas. We let what's them the come if, back. What's the if line you always use about well, uncles and stuff? Well, yeah, I, I know what I say. Give it to the people. Give it to the people. Don't my, use it my only thing when it's about, about the word if if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. There you go. So you know I understand that. And yes, Texas did win. But what I'm saying, Landry, is that to me. Style points do matter, you know. Just for the confidence of the team, you want to go. You don't. You don't want to leave a team that's supposed to be dominant. You don't want to leave them just hanging around, man. They, they, you got to go up there. And you got to blow they, them they out, man. You got to beat them, man. They had one in Kansas State. Okay, in the long I, 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 I tell. I tell you what. I tell you what. They were showing them, Marcus Tubbs highlights let, the last let, time they won them, in K State. Let State. them do that next week. Again. Let them do that Saturday against Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Killed. Oklahoma going to beat their ass by four or five touchdowns if they if they sit around here and let them just 
you know, if they pussyfoot with these guys, man, Texas need to go out there and, and, and they got to play me, better. But they, they got they the dub. To. They, they got they, the dub. Okay, at, at your point, they got the dub. I'm they just saying for for There's me, no style points for, anymore. for me, I want the University of Texas to be dominant to go out there and kick the asses of the teams that they need to kick their asses. Well, everybody wants period. their ass kicked. Alabama's Alabama and Georgia are the only teams kicking ass right now. Everybody else is just struggling to get W's. Whether even against inferior competition, that's just that's just how it is. I'm not apologizing for W's at Texas. I'm on to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, but I did want to bring up something. Uh, first of all, we got to give Charles Aminahu a, a a big thumbs up. Yes, Best game yes, of your Charles, Yeah, we we finally seen a, a and we had a Brick and Hager uh, site. And I'm not saying yeah. he had a, a dominant game, but hell, at least we props called his him. name, bro. Props to him. You got to give props to the. I guess it's the best performance by the D line. I'm not sure what exactly that means, but best performance by the D line. Gary Johnson still playing very well as, oh, as yes, well. Oh yes, Gary Johnson I, I, has I, been this, a beast yeah, since this, USC. This dude here, man. Hey, oh, we had a little scare yesterday. Day, man, when Caden Stearns uh, he had a bad went game. down, man, yeah, he he did. He didn't have a, a very good game but, yesterday. Which that's but, gonna happen. He's but, a freshman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this this kid is a stud, man. Everyone knows that that you know this kid could go out there and he's gonna perform. He's gonna make plays. So he'll have those games. He's a true freshman. He'll bounce back. Um, again, Gary Johnson, man, he's been coming down. He's been filling holes. Um, you know, making tackles, man, big plays. Brandon Jones is still coming down, playing man. He's playing good, man, and, and, and making plays. Like I said, man, it's these young guys. Man, Shout that, out that to Jamison too. Jamison, oh, nice Jameson, punt return. Yo, punt return, punt return no, no touchdown. Doubt, but man. he did he did make a dumb mistake where he uh, where he ran backwards fourteen yards on the reverse too, and that kind of put him in a bad situation in the end zone. So yep. you saw the but good and bad of a freshman, freshman which, yeah. which happens. Yeah, true, true. And Colin and, too. And, uh, Colin, I want to give Colin this because he only had four catches yesterday. He made a big catch in the end zone, and for the second straight week. Colin got stopped short of the chains, this time about seven, eight yards, and he fought and got that first down. Yes. This yes. young man is starting to show progress, and he's doing the little things that they want him to do. Now, he does have a tendency to disappear. I don't know if it's his fault. A lot of times it doesn't seem like he's getting off the I line, was gonna bring but he's doing up. his thing. I was going to bring that up, man, because we, we, we're we seeing Colin Johnson, you know, emerge, man, and, and, and you know, I, I'm – I don't know if he listens to the show or, or not, or people, you know, tell him or whatever. Who does it? Forty One Acres Podcast, man. Y'all know we in the building, but I mean, subscribe he, he, on he, iTunes. He's he's heard us call call him out. I'm sure, man. Uh, uh, Brick, you know, heard us call him out. Everyone that we've called out, bro. Yesterday they stepped up. I mean, Colin has done it previously, but uh. Yeah, uh, my point is, I, I think that they're not getting Colin Johnson. Uh, he he he's disappearing too long for for long stretches at times, man. He, there was he's a safety over the top and, yesterday. And, and, and I noticed. What, and, I noticed they put a little safety over yeah, there yesterday. Yeah, but you have to find ways again to get this guy the ball. That's right. And and, 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 and Lil J, Lil J, yeah, right. Lil Jordan Humphrey, he was he was kind of a he got uh, hobbled uh, up um, though. You know, Lil J got a little bit hobbled. Yeah, but 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 he was a mystery. I mean, when you have again, when you have both of those guys on the field at the same time, man, Texas is dangerous, man. And you got. Ingram back there running the ball. You have the threat of him, the threat of Sam, you know, being a big guy and, and can get yards, man. It, it, I feel like, like for whatever reason, man, they, they, uh, the offense don't seem to be clicking on all cylinders, it ain't, man. It ain't. You know, and, and they, they're going to have to next week, man. I know, you know, I'm right now I'm, you're only scoring 28 points a game, which is yeah. 73rd in the country. Right. 28, 28 points a game, which. It's not. That's not good enough. You need to get in the thirty-five range, especially if your defense, if 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 you want your defense to uh, to be the identity. That's that's not going to get it done. That's just not going to get it done. Twenty-eight, Oklahoma by comparison, they're scoring forty-eight. So <laughs> the, the firepower of these two teams isn't debatable. I will say this though, because Kyler Murray, 
Everybody's familiar with him. Uh, he was late to a meeting, I guess, yes. last week, and then had seven touchdowns uh, after I, his, I his little punishment. Lincoln. Lincoln Lincoln doesn't do that against Texas, though. That's the thing. You do that against Baylor. You don't do that against Texas. Oh, yeah, but I, I, I still respect him. He also I mean, because, suspended because, ba- uh, Baker Mayfield, what, against uh, who knows who last year? Was it OSU? I'm not sure. Whoever and I, and I respect that about Lincoln Riley, man. You know, and, and woe is to me to ever give Oklahoma, you know, props like that because, I mean, they, you know, they still it. suck. Good, but, 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 you know, they're good, man. And I respect Lincoln Riley because his attitude is, hey, man, I don't give a damn about you being the number nine pick, a top ten pick in the major league back. We're here. We're Oklahoma. We're trying to win football games. And if you step in this locker room, then you need to be held accountable just like everyone else in here. I don't give a damn what your, uh, uh, your, your status is. So, Shout out to uh, Lincoln Riley, man. I, I like coach. coaches like that, Damn man, that don't show favoritism, man. And, you know, hey, for you to bench your, your main guy, and of course, yeah, again, it was against Baylor, so you can do that. But it, it, it sets a president in that locker room, man, and I respect him for that. Yeah, I respect him for that, too. The, the thing about Kyler Murray that I think Texas can – take advantage of is he's small. If you just if you just if you just squeeze that pocket in, you can you can make him have to look over you. He's very small. But, I don't but, know that but, I don't but, know that but they elusive. faced but elusive. But elusive. But this is the thing. That's where that's where guys like Hager and Charles cannot lose contain. And, and, and exactly. And that's, the, that's lose, and a lot of problems. You can't lose contain on this. I'll say this though, in fairness, because we're giving OU a lot of love. Because because we're not we're look we don't sugarcoat it. We we're not going to sit here and try to homer up. Uh, we're going to get into this Jimbo Fisher thing as well in a second. Uh, a lot of weird opinions on that. But if you if if you at least contain. Uh, Kyler Murray and, and keep him inside there where he has to look over. I think that's in the best interest. I think Todd Orlando can come up with that game plan. But for all the talk about Texas hasn't faced an offense like this, let's be real and let's be fair. Oklahoma hasn't faced talent on defense like this either. I mean, you faced UCLA. It's been a dumpster fire with Chip Kelly. You faced Army. Uh, you faced Baylor. And you've, I mean, you haven't faced uh, on their schedule, they haven't faced a defense like this. So it's going to be an upgrade in talent for both teams. Texas is the best team Oklahoma's played this year, and Oklahoma will be the best team that Texas faces all season long. And that's why this game is so important. And and again, you know, like we talked about a, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, man. It wouldn't surprise me if Texas won this game. We know that Oklahoma is the better team, but it wouldn't surprise me, Locke, if Texas went in there and won this game. We we were a one and four team. Texas was a one and four team when uh that twenty fifteen uh uh went in there with, with Charlie Strong, man, and in the game uh, the Deontay uh, rundown the, game. The, the, the Deontay the, rundown game. <laughs> wow, there you go again, man. <laughs> but uh, even the twenty, the twenty fourteen game was a close game, and we had Tyrone Swoops. The very next year, they come in there and they beat Oklahoma, man. So with like Gerard I said before, with, with Gerard Hurd, right? So like I said, and and you against know, Baker it, 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 and Deontay, you know, nine carries for one hundred and seventeen yards. But we'll talk about that later. Should have been we'll one hundred twenty seven. <laughs> Should have been 127. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> but we are. Uh, but 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 Texas can very well come in there and win this game. I'm not. I'm not picking Texas in this game. Just like you're not picking Texas in this game, and 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 maybe rightfully so. But hey, man, if Texas go in there and they. And they utilize their weapons like we know that they can. Uh, again, to your point, this is going to be the best team that Oklahoma has played thus far this year. This will be the best team that Texas has played thus far this year. Uh, a team coming in there five and zero undefeated. That right there should give 
uh, Texas even more incentive to go in there and just beat the out these people, man, because, um, you know, hey, it's Oklahoma. It's a rivalry game. They're undefeated. You know, uh, Texas want to be able to to grab, what is that, the golden hat? You know, they want to be uh, be able to, to take that back with them, you know, while tarnishing uh, 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 uh Oklahoma's oh, under yeah uh, Oklahoma's season or or their undefeated driver's record or whatever. The Big so I game. mean this driver's this seat. right here, man, is the driver's seat for the Big Twelve championship, Period. man. Period. Uh, uh, probably against West Virginia, man, because West Virginia is kicking ass they right now. Good. They bro. look good. Texas Tech's quarterback uh, got hurt, and then West Virginia came in there. West Virginia looks looks pretty good. They look like, they look like a good squad, but I'm not I'm not still, even going to talk still, about still, them. Still, still, hold on. Well, let me ask you this. I'm not still, still, about still them. not sold on Will Greer. He's all right. He's a good system guy. He's a good system guy. I like him. I mean, he's a nice little Big Twelve quarterback. I mean, I'm not sold on him as an NFL prospect. I think that I'm not sold on that. But well, well, he's a the, good system well, guy. Well, the, the, the NFL game, you know, is. Going, I mean, I know yeah, we're we kind of getting off the point, is. but he ain't that but, quick. But but the the NFL game, man, uh, is is going to these spread guys. He I mean, you look at, at Texas Tech, you know, back in the day, man, uh, when they had their quarterbacks and they throwing for all these yards or whatever, and it didn't translate over to the NFL. But now, man, like th- this spread concept, man, is what the NFL is is looking for. It's more spread concept oriented right now, and so I, you know, I'm not saying he'll be, uh, uh you know. First round draft pick or whatever the case may be, but I believe that that you know what he's doing can translate to the NFL with the offense that the NFL, uh, the way that the NFL is going right now, man, with the spread concepts. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, before we get more into this this Oklahoma game, which I, it means a lot to me, I'm gonna just tell you just how much this how much this game means to me. I'm gonna put a bow on this K State game, and I'm just gonna tell you this. I made a commitment yesterday to listen to the radio broadcast during the game because Tim Brando and Spencer oh, Tillman God, are the man. worst. That is the worst. Yes. That is the worst duo yes, I've ever heard in my dude. entire life. Yes. They're, they're unprofessional. They're factually wrong. They try to throw in hot takes that are out of place yeah, throughout the course it, of the game. They're not watching the game. There was one point where uh, my my radio app crapped out the uh, the Longhorn stream. Yeah, and it became harder and harder to sync because it was going in and out. As soon as I turned it on, Sam Ellinger threw a pass and he caught it because it got batted down. Brando said, well, Texas with the designed run. Obviously, it wasn't designed run because he threw the ball and he caught it. Then there was this gem right here that I'm going to play for you. At the end of the fourth quarter, Texas on top, 19-0. Kansas State has it uh, fourth and goal from the two-yard line, and... They're letting the the clock wind down so that they can call a timeout and run a final play. And Spencer Tillman says this. Wow. He's criticizing Kansas State for not taking a couple shots at the end zone and letting the clock go down. It's fourth down, Spencer. It's fourth freaking down. Yeah. I don't like sitting here. I know how hard it is to call a game, but these guys do zero homework. They do zero research. They have rabbit ears because Brando tried to justify what Tillman said at the end, so he's obviously on the internet. I've heard nothing but bad things about this Brando character, and quite frankly, his work sucks. My dad watched the game in mute yesterday. My dad didn't even have his radio synced up. My dad literally had my nephew running around the house. He had my mom running around, or my stepmom running around with the nephew. He watched the game on mute. 
Texas has to get better, not because I want them to start winning 10 games and competing for national championships, but because I cannot tolerate watching Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman call any more Longhorn games. Get off FS1. Let's get back on ABC where we belong. Man, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Or and, Fox you normal. Know, hey, because, hey. Damn, I haven't been a, a Spencer Tillman fan ever since uh, 2016 when Deontay had that monster game against Texas Tech, man, rushed for – 300 and something yards or whatever, and he called Deontay, man, a poor man's uh, 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 Derrick Henry, bro. He called him a poor man's Derrick Henry, bro. And I I, I don't know. I just That just didn't Dude, resignate there was with me, one man. Time, speaking, I, of your, you know, uh, speaking of your sons, there was one game against Notre Dame where Mark Davis was calling the game. I think you might have actually been at the game. Yeah, this I was, was there. A long time I was ago. there. In the fourth quarter of the game, Mark Davis of ESPN, they threw a ball to Armani, and Armani caught the ball in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. And Mark Davis straight up said, <laughs> No relation. Armani Foreman with the catch. That was against Kansas. I'm sorry. That was against Cal. 2016 against Cal. was against Cal. Yeah. He caught it. He caught it. And he said, Armani Foreman with the catch. <laughs> no no relation. relation to Deontay. <laughs> They both started. Like you don't they even know the roster, bro. They started. It's not like one came off the bench. They started. They oh, are twins. Oh man, hey, they're a horrible, uh, uh, you know, commentating team, man. I for feel the games, sorry for bro. anyone who who really cares about their team and has to watch those guys call games. <laughs> earlier this earlier this year in the preseason, Spencer Tillman. You remember when you know Cowboys center Travis Frederick? Right. How he got that illness. Illness. Yeah, right. He got that illness that might end his season. Mm-hmm. This was two weeks before the final preseason game of the season for the Houston Texans. Spencer Tillman, he does the color uh, for those games. Okay? One of the Cowboys centers misses a block. And the I, I don't remember if it was a sack. It's on my Twitter. It's on my Twitter. Spencer Tillman says in the middle of this broadcast, he says, uh, Travis Frederick's got to do a better job there. He didn't even try to get an arm on him. Oh, wow. First of I all, the dude's that, been sick for two weeks. You're right. <laughs> Second of all, why would he be playing in the final preseason game? It, it was absolutely this dude ridiculous. dude is a, is a, is a numb numb man. And, and did you see? Dancing, hey, you, why you watch the game? Did man, you see the bro, dancing, man? I don't want hey. to get too much in that. Bro. I don't get too much in that. <laughs> bro, bro, it's so much I can say right bro, now, bro, that I'm not going to go down, bro. But I'm just saying, bro, it wasn't It wasn't a good look. No. Hey, Spencer, it was not a good look, Spencer. I'm telling you. You, bro. And he was kicking. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah bro. And he that made some kind of comment like, "Yeah, tell the the uh, uh, rockets, uh, the, the rockets to watch out." So like, like, Man, the, bro, dude, like, bro, like, like, who know. in the f- does that, bro? Dude, I don't know what was going <laughs> Man, on. Man, I don't understand, dog. I don't understand. But anyway, man, all, all of those numb nuts, yeah, man, let's get back into So we're into, putting a bow on K-State. We're yeah, we're going to put a bow on, K- on, on K-State. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, K-State, uh, uh, you know, Texas got the dub. Again, you know, they let K-State get back in the game, man. I wasn't happy about that. But to your point, you know, hey, I feel like they, sh- you know, if you if, if you have them bleeding, man, you should go ahead and kill them. You should. You know, so to speak. Uh, They'll learn. But, They'll but Texas, learn. Texas, you know, give them on life sport. Because one, one Crawl it's, before it's, it's going to be a time, man, where, where, you know, Texas is going to have a team, uh, and, and, and it almost happened against uh, Tulsa, and it almost happened against, uh, again yesterday against uh, teams where they're going to, you know, uh, pretty much uh, uh, have them bleeding, and then they're going to let them get on life support, man. And one of these times, you know, 
the per, the the team that's on life support going to come back well, in, yeah. in Texas. Uh, yeah. uh, so so and that's that's, that's the Oklahoma State. That's the, that's the Texas Tech. Right. That's the West Virginias. Absolutely. That's the Oklahomas. Yes. The teams that you're playing now, you can't do that. But hopefully, that's that's why it goes back to teachable win. But going going to the to the Oklahoma game. The Oklahoma so, game. Let me say Oklahoma this. Game. Oklahoma game. I've, I've been to probably about 25 Red River shootouts. It's it's absolutely my favorite game. Uh, my dad. In the 2000s, when Bob Stoops was just putting ass whoopings on Texas, ass whooping after ass whooping after ass whooping, yeah, my dad would never, whoopings, my dad would never let me leave the game early. I had to stay after, and I had to bro, see Texas had, you fight. Had, you had to stay after te- Texas fight. I had bro. to stay. I had to stay. So, the so, whole, so you. So let me ask you this: so, so, were you there in? Was it 2012 when Oklahoma just beat? We man, we we our money. Deontay were on a recruiting. Uh, 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 they gave us some tickets. This is when our money had actually committed to Oklahoma at the time, and we get to the game, bro. And it's like the second quarter. And when I tell you, bro, the game like should have been over at that time. Like I thought Mac Brown was gonna actually wave the white flag. I can't remember what year. I want to say it was twenty. It might have been twenty twelve, man, because twenty thirteen Texas actually beat OU, so it had to be twenty twelve, the year before. And uh, I mean, they just locked. Oklahoma, man, you talking about getting your asses kicked, bro, like got their asses kicked. Like I don't even understand why Texas still played the game, bro. It was that bad, bro. Well, it was worse. It, I mean, there, there's been some There's been some epic I ass I think it kickings. was 2012. Yeah, 20, 2012 is when they lost, when Texas lost uh, 63 to 21. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a bad Yeah, yeah, bro. We, I, I was there, bro. We, we were there, and I'm like, whoa, And that was when bro. Texas was an overrated number 15. I don't know how they got there. They were a little bit overrated, but they – they got their ass kicked, but the just the, the display of ass kickings from t- the started in 2000, and this was this was when Texas just couldn't get over the hump. You had the uh, you had the 63 to 14 uh, butt kicking where. Chris Sims was in there, and that that was when Oklahoma burst onto the scene. Then you had the fourteen to three, you had thirty five twenty four, you had sixty five to thirteen in two thousand three, uh, two thousand four. You had twelve nothing. That was when Vince was a uh, Vince was a sophomore, I believe. Uh, and then finally in two thousand five, forty five twelve. Brian Robinson slams Rhett Bomar down to the turf, and then you have Rod Wright running into the end zone. It's been an epic, epic, epic. Uh, experience for me but quite frankly Oklahoma they've they've pretty much owned this series I mean Texas has won six times since 2000 Oklahoma for the most part they've they've owned this thing but it's always a fun experience out there especially at the fair uh, it's 11 a.m so people start drinking early and when you see the 50 50 of the of the red and the orange it's a good time but I, I'm not gonna lie man uh, for, for a long time there from from 2000 to 2004 walking in that stadium it just made me cringe if, if you haven't been if you haven't experienced going to this rivalry Oklahoma and Texas especially when both of those guys uh, those teams are doing well man you you have to get there, man. It's one of the best rivalries in college football. Uh, you know, I don't know sometimes why they don't make it a a, a, a prime time game. You know, uh, uh, you know later uh, that night for some reason, Probably just because of the fair, man. Yeah, just but the but the, but the fair is out there, man. Uh, uh, man, the, the 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 funnel cakes, man, and the the fried ice cream, Texas and nachos, just beer, all, oh, beer, man. Hey, just if you're, if you're getting beer, you got to go to the uh, food court tent. Uh, in the back corner, uh, to the left of the uh, 
to the left of the uh, the 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 bathroom, the far left bathroom by the stadium. Like if you're looking at the stadium, the far left bathroom, go all the way to the back left. That's where the cheapest beer is too. So man, you know, it, you know, I know that. Oh, well, I'm glad. You know, I'm, glad I know that. I'm glad you let our listeners know, man, where the cheapest cheapest beer is. Hey, Landry's hey, hey. gonna get you drunk, man. So make sure you know what I'm saying. Hey, I, my boy Landry Locker, man, he he's gonna get you. Drunk. He's gonna let you know where where the cheapest best stuff beer. is around Food there, man. By you know? the stadium, if you're looking at the stadium on the far left, they got kegs. They keep it going. But it, but this, this this rivalry, man. Like like I said, man, this game is special, man. It's been special for years. Uh, again, especially when when both teams are are, are doing well. Uh, you know, Oklahoma's undefeated. Texas four and one. Th- this game is going to be special. And and again. You know, it would not surprise me if Texas went out there and Texas won this game, man. I, I'm not uh, saying that I give Texas absolutely no shot. I just don't believe that they what have enough. What needs to happen to- for Texas to win? Because we both agree these are the these are the keys to it. Number one. You have to do what you did at the end of the K-State TCU game. You have to run the ball, and you have to hold on to the ball and keep Oklahoma off the field. That's that's number one. You have to do that, and we both agree with who the guy is yeah. to run the ball with. What's his name? Ball. Say his Ingram. name one more time for uh, the people. Uh, uh, Keontae Ingram, Big man. Keontae Ingram needs need to how, – how many touches do you feel like Keontae need in, in this game? We, we know that they're going to rotate between two Him and three Watson. backs. Him and Watson need to, need, need to both have a nice little mix. I just They just need to have a feel for it. Uh, that needs to happen. Another thing that needs to happen for Texas to win this game. Sam has to be more involved in the run game. And I know I know Clarence came on yesterday and said he didn't think that uh our, our last week and said he doesn't think that Sam is a very good runner. Let me tell you this. When that zone reads there, Sam Ellinger, if you can get 10 yards, if you can get 11, that right now it doesn't look like they're running as much zone read. You need to run the zone read against Oklahoma because you need all hands on deck with the yeah, run game. That's I number agree. 2. Number 3, the intermediate passing game. You need to find the middle of the field. They're not throwing in the middle of the field as much as they need to. I don't know if it's because Sam's scared of turning the ball over, but Lil Jordan Humphrey, uh, maybe even Anthony Beck, uh, maybe getting Ingram involved in the pass game. You need to throw in the middle of the field to move the chains. That's that's number three. And number four, Colin Johnson, when you get the opportunity to make plays, you got to make plays. You got to keep doing the same things you're doing, moving the chains. But when they give you a chance to go up there and make plays, this is where you make plays. This is where you make your name. Texas, Oklahoma is where you make your name. You've been a you've been a Longhorn for three years right now. Everybody sees the potential. Looks like you're putting it together. These are the games that people are going to remember. You could have 10 touchdowns uh, leading up to this point. If you wet the bed against Oklahoma, that's what everybody's going to remember. Chris Sims, damn good quarterback for Texas. He was actually very good in non-Oklahoma games. But everybody remembers Chris Sims (laughs) for Oklahoma wetting the bed against Oklahoma. This is where Colin Johnson makes his moves. Well, see, my my, my thing is another – Thing. We have to be able to get a pass rush on defense. We'll go to we, defense. We, we, the defense. Okay. You you give me the defensive keys for for the game. That's okay. offensive. Offensive right there. That's what that's what Texas needs to do. D- defensively, uh, again, we have to contain. We have to get uh, pressure on on Kyler Murray. Texas is going to have to be able to get pressure on on Kyler Murray. And the C and, word. And, the C and, word. And, 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 Contain. Uh, and contain, contain, absolutely. Contain. He's a little contain. guy. He's yeah. a little guy. You yeah. keep him in but, there, but 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 elusive. But you're gonna have you're gonna but have to contain. Little. He's tiny, and, and, man. And, and, they're, and they they're not gonna be able to to uh, miss tackles. I seen a, a few missed tackles yesterday against K State that we should have uh, that we should have had. Um, you know, so they're, they're not gonna be able to just miss tackles like that, man. Everybody's gonna have to go to the ball on defense. I'll tell you someone who's gonna have to have a a, a big game, man. Probably at that nickel uh, spot, man. Uh, um, uh, PJ Locke, man. He's been P- bad. P- PJ Locke he is going to have. He's going to have to have a good. decent game because they will. Exp- 
exploit you up the seam, man. We've seen, I've seen several throws Eleven that Kyler has done. Yeah, Eleven up has the seam. Yeah. yeah, so he's another one that needs to be uh, called out, man, because uh, PJ Locke, bro, right now. It, you trash, bro. I mean, I was just, just got to say it like that, bro. You know, hey, one thing about us, man, good. 41 Acres Podcast, man, again, we're going to keep it mother real on here, and that's what it is, man. So, hey, PJ Locke, bro, you got to show up, bro. You have to show up all hands on deck because you will get exposed Same with Boyd in this game. Too, oh, Chris, well, Chris, too, Chris too Boyd, yeah. Chris Boyd, he's going to have to be better as, as well, man. So, these are the offensive and the defensive keys that we feel that takes us. You got to force turnovers, too, bro. You got to force turnovers. You definitely have to force turnovers, man. Have to force turnovers. Kyler Murray is going to – he's going to be nervous in this game. Sam Ellinger's experienced this. Kyler Murray has not. Yeah, Kyler Murray has not experienced this game. He has not. And he's a little guy. A lot of times he's he's somewhat of a gunslinger. You have to make him stay in the pocket, and you have to force – you have to force turnovers. It's really generic on defense. Tackle, force turnovers – don't get beat deep. Well, let, well let, let me let me let me ask you this: How big is the kicking game going to be this in this? Is it. Man, this the, is kick, huge the too. kicking game, man, is going to be huge for uh, Texas. Man, we're going to have to be able to capitalize on field goals, man. We're given opportunity, Had a man. Block so yesterday against yes. Kansas State, yeah, uh, you you missed you missed a field goal. You can't you can't leave points on the board. Quite frankly, if you're kicking field goals, you're not going to beat Oklahoma. It's not going to win. You're going to have to get in the end zone. But when you do kick field goals, Dicker's going to have to have to kick it in and punts you're gonna have to punt better ohio state yesterday gutsy win against penn state but in that first half their punter had a michael dixon like effort and that game could have gotten away from ohio state if their punter hadn't done well uh it goes without saying but you need the punter and you need the kicker to to play well you basically have to be perfect because oklahoma is the best team that you faced but there are there are warts on Oklahoma, and there are things you can do. Uh, I would recommend maybe looking at what Army did, how they slowed them down. They had the ball the whole time. Kyler Murray only threw like 15 passes in that yeah. game. So if you keep them off the field, you got a chance. I also think I also think this is a good matchup of coaches. Uh, Lincoln Riley's a damn good coach, but Tom Herman's a good in-game coach. So. Their rivalry's getting started right now. Lincoln Riley got the best of him because he had the Heisman quarterback. Herman had the uh, the beat up, uh, beat up team, and he also had the the freshman quarterback. But right now, uh, Lincoln Riley, an inexperienced yet talented quarterback, and Herman has a guy who's been there before. So I like I I don't think Texas is going to at least get. I don't think Texas will get out coached in this game. Well, I I don't believe that Texas will get out coached in this game. Wait, uh, say that you know, again. We, we, say that again. I don't think that Texas will get okay. out coached in this game. Uh, you know, but because because Tom Herman, you know, him being a coach here too, he understands the magnitude of this game. Him being an AD here back in the day under Mac Brown and everything like that. So I mean, he's a Texas guy, so he understands the magnitude of this Grand game assistant. as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he and he knows that that you know what this game means to each of these. Uh, he university man it last year. so he so you know but i mean again texas played well uh last year you know sam uh played well last year so he went to you the know, tent the then shane and, came in yeah it was a uh, yeah you know so uh, but i mean you know this is second year man i think that that uh you know uh uh this team again has confidence uh uh you know going into this game i believe that texas you ain't gonna say uh, texas is back if they beat oklahoma are you I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to say Texas. Okay, I'm, I'm not, hey, not, not going to okay. say Texas is back I'm just making if sure they you're beat done. Oklahoma. Right, but, sure bro, done. if they beat Oklahoma, bro, the respect that I'll have for Herman, 
the respect that I'll have for this coaching staff, the respect that I'll have for these players, if they come out there and they kick Oklahoma half, bro, I will be the first to go on Twitter, man, and I will salute everyone, bro. Can I make a bold I, prediction I right be, now? Make, make a bold prediction, man. I think Brecken Hager has a couple sacks in this game. And I don't think it's necessarily because of stuff he does, but I think Kyler Murray is going to run into him. I think Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray you, you, is going to break think, that you pocket. Think, I you think, think Brick is going is going to have a couple of sacks in this you game? You can't believe I'm saying this. I I I, I uh, whatever. I think I think Kyler Murray is going to run into him. Whatever the. F- Landry Locker is smoking right now. I want some of that because he's on some good right now, man. Whatever you smoking, bro, I want some of that. I want to party with you, dude, because you're on some good right now. If you think that Brick is gonna have two sacks uh, against uh, against Kyler Murray, man, I, think this I don't see that, bro. I, I think Tato, I mean uh, against a weak K State uh, team yesterday, man. Yeah, he you know he showed his ass the first game. He showed his ass all season, but against Oklahoma, bro, I don't see look, it. Dog. I think there's gonna be times where he looks completely lost and out of place. But I, I think I really, really think that Kyler Murray is the kind of guy that Todd Orlando can fluster. I think I think that Todd Orlando. Gets Given uh, a week plus to prepare for for Kyler Murray, I think that Todd Orlando can fluster him, and I think Kyler Murray a lot of times he's gonna he, he will try to get cute and he will run into Brecken Hager. I'm not sitting here saying Brecken Hager is gonna you, take if, the world if, by storm. If, if, if you would have said gonna do that. If, you, if you would have said uh, Gary Johnson or somebody like that, I'd be like, hey, absolutely, man, I, I, absolutely. But Brick, uh, until he shows me some of me, like I said, he, 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 he had, had a decent game, game yesterday, yesterday, man. I mean, you know, all right, but you know, I mean, not he because because. It was some times yesterday up uh, going up the field. I'm watching it, man. He 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 can't get off blocks, bro. Brick and Hager cannot get off freaking blocks, him. bro. He engages blocks when it's not necessary. Exactly, he bro. Wants he wants to be blocked for some like for wants, some reason, it's like he bro. He's a sumo wrestler. For, <laughs> like, no, honestly, like for, honestly, like, yes, he want to lock up, he bro. Go around, right. He could go around the DN, but instead he goes inside into the block. It's like a Madden glitch. Brick, we like a Madden hey, glitch. We've called you out on this show, Brick and Hager, man. So I don't know if you listen to this show or if, if, if people tell you about it or whatever the case may be. Yes, we've we've been calling you out on the show. You had a good game yesterday. Locke believes in you, man. Hey, don't let my boy down. Don't let Locke down, man. I personally don't believe in you, bro. But Locke believes in you, man. So since that's my boy, don't let my boy don't down. Let down. Don't let don't let Locke down, man. And Chris Boyd, I'm believing in you, bro. Don't let me the freak down, bro. All right, we got that. Uh, so real quick before we before we give our predictions for this game, the the internet was going nuts yesterday with uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, grabbed the player's face mask. A lot of people outraged by it. I'm not one of these guys that like. I'm not one of these guys that treats college football like politics, where I blindly support yeah. my party regardless of what they're doing. And I'm talking about that on both ends, right? Uh, right. The far right and the far left. I feel like college football gets out of hand. Because there's too many fans that will support their coach even when he does wrong, or they'll bash another program when it's not a big deal just because they want to throw stones in their glass house. I think the Jimbo Fisher outrage was absolutely ridiculous. I don't think. Me too. I don't. I, I, I don't think what he did was right. I think Jimbo Fisher will be the first to say he lost his cool and it wasn't right. But at the end of the day, he grabbed the young man's face mask because he was trying to teach him that in that situation you can't lose your cool you like that. Yes. His heart was in the 
the right place. Yes. Jimbo Fisher's heart was in the right place. This isn't a Bob Knight situation where he's choking a kid or something like that. Right. He I grabbed, was going to say that. He grabbed right. the kid's face mask and he shook it. Don't compare here, this to here. Bob Knight. Don't compare this to that Rutgers coach who's throwing stuff. He grabbed the kid's face mask and to add to to add to it, the kid came out afterwards and said he understood what was going on. So there's a lot of stuff to get outraged about with college programs. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that's disgusting. There's a lot of stuff going on in 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 workouts and practices that's disgusting. Don't take something like this and make it into a big thing. I don't care if it's Texas A&M. I don't care what it is. It's not right the, to the, sit there man, and the, bash the, this. The, the, the problem is, Locke, and I'm just going to say it, man. You're going to go so old you school might as well, You might as well get ready to, to beat me, man. You're going to go you old know, school, bro. These, these, let me tell you something. When we was out there, bro, and we played ball, and of course, you know, I didn't play college ball or whatever, but even in high school, bro, we out there, bro, we, we getting cussed out, bro. We're getting cussed out, bro, and they didn't give a damn if your parents were in the stands or whatever the case may be, bro. They're going to – and then you know what they're going to do? They're going to build, break, build. They're going to build, break, build, bro. They're going to get on your behind. They're going to, you know, tell you whatever they have to tell you, and then they're going to build you back up, man. If you have a, a, a child out there and, and, you know, playing college football or whatever the case may be, and you feel like it's inappropriate for someone to, to grab their face mask, maybe it's not like he's grabbing his face mask and he's yanking it one way or the other or whatever. He grabbed him by the face mask, pulled him to him, told him what he had to tell him, and again, the kid understood, man. So, I mean, come on, man. There's let's, a lot let's, of let's stuff. There's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons to get mad, but don't sit there and try to try to rally some sort of mafia. The kid, the guy made a mistake. Uh, Jimbo admitted the kid, the kid had it wrong, but his heart's in the right place. He's trying to win games. He's trying to teach the kid. He'll be better for it. The kid will be better for it. Don't try to make more of it than needs to be. Now, with that said, there's a lot of extreme college football fans that there's a lot of Aggies that are defending that. That if Tom Herman did that, it would be a complete. Oh, yo, absolutely. And that's what's wrong with college football. That's really what's wrong with the world and that's what's wrong with college football is there's too many people with agendas there's too many people biased there's too many people who sacrifice their morals and they aren't consistent uh when it comes to what they think i'm not like that i'm gonna, I'm gonna evaluate each program fairly i want texas to win but at the end of the day it's 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 way overblown with this jimbo fisher thing he'll admit he made a mistake but let's not sit here and act like he's bob freaking Knight or something he also did himself a disservice because regardless of how you or i feel about it there are people out there that will use that against him if A&M starts losing games. So Jimbo yeah. Jimbo himself knows that he didn't do himself uh, any favors doing that. All right, let's get our predictions for this game. The Red River shootout. I haven't seen the betting line yet, but I'm assuming Oklahoma's going to be like a 10 or 11-point favorite. That's what I would – if I were handicapping the game, I would say 10 or – Ten or twelve point I, I, favorite. I, 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 I would I would go you know uh, uh, you know maybe you know nine and a half or so Something somewhere like you know uh, uh, in between there from from, from which is what they should be nine and a half to, to, to twelve points. Yeah, I, I, agree. I can see that. I so agree. we'll get out of here and we'll get our predictions uh, real quick. We'll get we'll get our predictions. I'm gonna say that this is a hard fought game. I'm gonna say Sam Ellinger has a very good game. I think Todd Orlando is gonna have a good game plan against Kyler Murray. Uh, I almost feel like I'm talking myself into something. What you doing, Locke? What are you doing, I'm Locke? I'm taking the horns. I'm you, not. I'm taking the horns. Oh, yeah, you yeah, switched yeah. up. I know Oklahoma's oh, you the better switched squad. Up, man. I know taking Oklahoma's the, horns. the better squad. I'm taking the horns. I'm taking Texas to win this game. See, 38 to 31. Texas Longhorns. Sam Ellinger with the dub. Keontae Ingram with a breakout game. 
Three turnovers forced by Kyler Murray. He looks lost. He's got one foot out the door. He wants to play baseball. He's showing up late to meetings. Texas Longhorns beat Oklahoma 38-31. Man, I'll tell tell you what. uh, Oh. Man, that put, talk that, myself that, into that, it. That, that puts, talk that, myself that, into that, it. That puts me in a position, man. That puts me in a position because you you talk yourself into it. Uh, you know, somebody here got to stand on morals, got to stand on their own principles, stand on their their freaking word, man. You know what I'm saying? So again, I I, I honestly, and I'm and I'm saying this, man. I really hope Texas comes out, and I hope Texas uh, wins this game. I'm I'm pulling for Texas to win this game. I just don't think that Texas will win the game. My prediction uh, to this game, man, I'm going to say uh, 33-17 OU, man. 33-17. OU, man. So you thought it was going to be close, and then you talked yourself into a bigger one. I'm just just looking at the offense, man, and and Texas defense. I've heard enough from you. Just tell them them what you tell them all the time. Man, y'all know what it is, man. Is your boy Landry Locker, your boy Derek Foreman, man, aka Day Day Four Hundred Nine on Twitter, man. This is the Forty One Acres Podcast. Uh, subscribe we, on we, iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, man. We want to thank you guys again. We want to thank all of our listeners uh, out there, man. Everyone that's that's uh, uh, commenting and retweeting, man. Uh, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Let's keep making this the number one Texas Longhorn Podcast out there. And as always, man, y'all know what it is. It's Texas love and hook them always.